0: Blog Talk
1: Radio. Now it's time to bring in the master. Grab your cigar
0: and rum, and tune in for the Kayak Fishing Raw Podcast, hosted by Bigfoot Dave and Wahoo Joe, straight out of Palmerton.
1: Freddie, we oh. are back, my friend. We're back. I want to welcome everyone to the Kayak Fishing Raw podcast. And uh, we have some more fancy equipment, thanks to Fred. Now we have these beautiful microphone stands. Yeah. Okay. And I can move it, like, with my face and around, and hopefully now you guys can hear us. More consistent. More consistent. That's a good word. Yeah. Consistently. Con- consistently. Lee. Mm-hmm. Consistently, yeah, correct, yep, so I'm really excited <laughs> because <laughs> because oh uh, man so we have an awesome guest who is actually here in studio, oh yeah, and um, I'm really excited, yeah, i mean who who Brandon wins? no doubt. no doubt now Brandon, no limit, Brandon, no limit I like that no doubt so so Brandon, he mm. caught a actually not one but a few golden tile fish. Now he catches them on the reg on the regular, on the rag. He goes whenever he wants, catches them on the drops rag, them down, picks them up. Okay. Takes a pick. But I, I, so I want you to like, think about this and I want all of our listeners to think about this as well. Think about what this guy's doing. So Brandon's going out there. He's literally deep dropping from a kayak. Okay. Which is hard enough on a boat. Right. Yeah, you've done it, have you you've done it on a boat before? Yeah, it's like a CrossFit workout. Yeah, I mean, it's a pain in the ass. So he's going out there under his own power. He's deep dropping under his own power. And then not only is he just catching a tile fish, this guy's catching a golden tile fish, yeah. which is like you going king fishing and catching a Wahoo. I mean, this is like unbelievable to me. Yeah, it's another level. And they're down there. Dude, it's like, what? 1500 feet. Yeah. I mean, thousand to 1500 and they're in the mud and you know Mm -hmm. I don't know how deep he's going. We're going to find that out without giving away too much. I heard the no doubt goes deep. Yeah. Sorry. I just knocked the whole table around. No, that's a good move. Um, but I heard he goes deep. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to, we're going to figure that out and uh, hopefully maybe we can pry that spot from him. And you think he'll give that away? I doubt it. I Mm doubt, I doubt he's going to, I think he might. Well, Maybe nice. we can like little, offer you're him. You're a little ambitious there, brother. Um, do you think this table is going to last the whole podcast? It's an unstable circle, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling too comfortable about this table. I don't table. know what's going on. Uh, I think maybe we're just being clumsy. Yeah, could that. that's true. But I just think what he's done is awesome. And not only that, I think, I think, now I don't know this for sure, before people go crazy and want to like flip out, but I think he is the only angler... Thank you. I think he is the only kayak angler that has caught golden tiles on the kayak. Now I heard Austin Collins, who fishes our tournaments, he's done it in the past with like a small one or something, but we don't know that for sure. I would think I would see a picture of that if it was true because I know Austin personally, but yeah, or he might ask. have. Yeah, I think we could just ask him. Right, we can ask him, but um he's I, I like would it. say that Brandon has caught the biggest one that I've ever seen caught on the kayak. And yeah, he but- literally brought it to my house after he caught it it's in one of our vlogs if you guys want to tune in and watch that yeah and he also can just he just goes out there and catches it like it's right. one thing to catch one if you're just out fishing and you just happen to catch something but if you go to target that that fish and right. you catch it that's pretty damn dope yeah i mean that's different well you're just i think a lot of people don't deep drop so they don't get like how difficult that is and a lot of these rigs and we'll go into his rig and what he uses to catch him. But a lot of these rigs, they'll have, uh, you know, multiple hooks on their rig and then they'll put multiple baits. So you got to think you're dropping those baits down and you might have three tiles on one rig and you got to crank that thing all the way up. Yeah, you're cranking like a 427,000 right. pound lid. Yeah. Back up with three fish on it. And he's not using an electric reel. That's what's crazy. He's just out there with a <laughs> uh, damn regular old reel. Right. Yeah. I think it's like a. I don't even. I don't, I don't know what kind of this. He'll tell us later. But yeah. I mean, you know what's next, right? Um, Swordfish or a kraken, which we've tried. Which I hooked into one on the kayak. Mm. I lost it, but this tail's getting it, taller it every time. It can happen. Tail's getting taller every time I. Get. I fought that fish for two years straight. Yep. And you came back with the beard. Correct. No, I've heard the story. Right. Yeah, for sure. You don't believe it, do you? Uh, no. Even though I was with like 10 people. Were mm. they all on the uh, Revo? Correct. Mm. All in your pocket. Right. No, well, you know what our plan was for yeah. catching a swordfish? For our sure. plan. Okay. Our plan was, uh, so we had Doug, who was going to be in one kayak. I was going to be the guy with the rod. And then we had one of the mates from the vessels that shuttled us out there. Mm. He was going to be in a Revo with a harpoon and uh Uh, with uh buoys buoys. buoys. so that when you know i hook Mm -hmm. this thing he's gonna poon it he's gonna poon it and then it's and then he's gonna clip the buoys onto my rod so it's fighting the buoys right um i mean it, it would be a process but you know i think it can be done now is it would it be tarnished if a guy took a mothership out there Versus a guy that didn't? I mean, would it be tarnished? I mean... To it's, some people, it's but... A, yeah, like, there's... It's probably... You're probably 50-50 on, like, if it, if it would be tarnished. Because at first, I thought, uh, eh, that guy did it, because the guy did it recently, I think. Right. It, it was not a big one, but it did was... Did he mothership? Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, could you, could you do it if you don't get mothership? And that's going to be the difficult part. It's like, can you really get there and do it if you're not on a mothership? But can you go to Alaska and shoot an elk if you don't take a plane? You know what I mean? So it's still, it's I
0: think still you can, but you, the
1: currents, like you would have to literally leave, let's say Miami, because it's probably going to be, or hopefully be a North current out there in the, you know, Canyon. And mm-hmm. you got to literally leave for Miami. Right. And land in like Jupiter and, and land <laughs> in, you know, yeah. Either Jupiter or Where, somewhere up there. <laughs> You don't know. Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> But it's it uh, it's a good debate. I mean, some people would say, no, it doesn't count. But there are other people who say, you know what, you can't catch, you know, you can't go to Russia and shoot a bear if you don't fly to Russia to get the bear. So, like, how you get there is probably less. This is how I look at it. I don't know. I don't if a know. guy uses a mothership, I don't see the big problem with it, and I would actually celebrate it if someone did do it. And the reason being it's I look at someone sword fishing on a kayak and let's say they catch this 250 pound swordfish but they use the mothership but i would i would look at that like someone flying to alaska and using a bow instead of a shotgun and killing the bear that's yeah. how i would look at it so even though you're using equipment you're using stuff you're still doing it the right way on the kayak yeah you still have to go and get it I'm, i get. i don't know it's that's the, the debate. That's the kicker. That's the that's kicker. debate for the internet. I don't care one way or the other. Right. If I catch one off of my kayak and someone happened to drive me out there on a boat, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, hey, I caught a swordfish. You right. You know what I mean? No, I, I and I, I don't d- care if people say it doesn't count. Yeah, that's gonna be my response. But that's what makes but, that. But, but back to be, Brandon, that's what makes what he's doing so yeah, great. Yeah. Because he's do he's doing it under his own power. Now again, I don't know how deep he's going or how many miles he's going out, but to me, it's epic that he's doing this and. You know, I feel, especially having him on this podcast, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be good for people to learn that, you know, this stuff can be done, and it could be done consistently because he didn't just do it one time and got lucky. You yeah, know, he, he went out there doing, multiple doing, times. Yeah, he'll say, I'm just going to go out and catch tilefish on th- on Thursday, and right. he'll go catch them. That's great. Exactly. It just pushed the limits. Every every year, someone does something different, like Marlon Mack, he caught that big Marlin. Right. Every year. It just opens up the floodgates like if you, if you don't if no one's ever done it before you don't think it's possible until it's done and then right. everyone's like oh well i can go do that so it's going to be kind of cool looking forward like to see what happens next you know i mean i'm going to probably catch a great white at least 40 feet huh i'm going to try what are you in oh, sh- south florida <laughs> no i'm kidding buddy god Joel, you know you say I'm you're so kidding, kidding so easy. but see sometimes you have that look in your eye that i know you're not kidding uh, yeah, I'm going to catch a 40-foot great white. For sure. I'm totally serious. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, right in, what would uh, one I'm gonna use? I'm going to go to this game Bay. Okay. I'm going to use a... Um, Is that like saying Jay's going to catch a Bigfoot? Exactly like that. Can I ask a question about this? A Bigfoot? Right. God. Don't give me this look. I don't want to hear it. Uh, All yeah. right? Go for it, bro. The guest that we had on that saw the skunk ape here in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listeners haven't heard that episode, I think it's episode 40. So you guys can check that out. But do you think, like I listened to that podcast again and like he legitimately sounded kind of scared. No, he And I think, don't believe in Bigfoot at all. He thinks he saw a Bigfoot, right? I don't think he's I, lying. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I, I don't either. I don't think he's lying. I don't think he saw a Bigfoot, but I think he thinks he saw a Bigfoot. There's a big difference. Well, what do you think he saw? I don't know, but it wasn't a Bigfoot. But <laughs> I don't know. He saw it. I didn't. So who knows? I don't know. I just think they. I, I mean, he saw something. Yeah. It, it literally freaked the guy out. He was pretty. Big. I don't know if you've seen his Facebook. The guy's like six foot four and jacked. And he's like a freaking snake hunter, you know, for these huge pythons out in the Everglades. I mean, this guy, I think he would know what's out there. Right? I mean, he hasn't been back, so I guess that says a lot, you know? And he also wasn't, like, trying to hunt it and get it on video and, like, make a bunch of money off of his true claim that he... See, fucked, that's another but... thing. That's why I kind of think he might be, you know... Yeah, because when you see most of the people, like, who claim to have caught or saw or witness the Bigfoot. Right. They're all trying to convince you so Course. that they can make money off of taking you on a Bigfoot hunt. Right. You know? Sort of. Well, they want you to pay them so that you can go squatching with them. Um, Yeah, Jay does squatching. He probably pays too. He No, I think he goes and he... Oh, you he know, just does it on his own. He knocks on like trees and stuff. With another... Stick. And then He's he like, does that, you know, like... Arr! Like that. How does it go though? The sound? Yeah. It's like a... Arr! One more time. One more time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, I Uh, mean, he says it's effective. He thinks that, you know, when he was on the podcast, he thinks that he had Sasquatches knock back when he knocked Mm -hmm. and like when he made noises and stuff like that. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think that's real. (laughs) But Freddie. I do believe there's Bigfoot because Jane Goodall said there's Bigfoot. So you don't know anything about Star Wars? I know all there is. You don't believe in Bigfoot, which I don't either. That's okay. I know everything about Star Wars or SNL. Really? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Who is Kylo Ren? That's the guy who plays um, the enemy. Who is Kylo Ren? That's the antagonist of the picture. Jesus Christ. All right, Fred, we're done with you. (laughs) Um, All right, well, let's bring in uh, Brandon. All right. Because uh, I really want to know everything, basically, that needs to know about Tilefish. Yeah, I'm gonna golden tilefish. I'm gonna take a minute of a break, and I'll back up with you after Brandon. You you got that? Because you were, you sounded very confused there. No, I was telling you what was going on. Right. Well, a, I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Stand by.
0: <laughs> I just got the look of death.
1: Brandon. What up, my man? Look at you with your notepad. Right, this know. is awesome. Let me see this.
2: I've Got to take some notes. Okay. In, all cover right. Some stuff.
1: Bouncer Smith. Whoa. Okay. No light, no bite. I like that. Um. All right. Cool. This is good stuff. So, I appreciate you being on. Absolutely. Thanks, man. So you are officially our first guest.
2: Mm.
1: Yep. So keep this. Yeah, yeah. Make it. Think of it like a woman. You know, you're like learning curve. Yeah, what's it's up, close. girl? You know what I'm saying? Stuff
2: Ooh. like that. So. How's my breath? It's perfect. So, all right. I want
1: to know everything about what you're doing here because it intrigues me, number one. And number two, I think this could be something that could be new for, like, these young kayak anglers that want to go out and fish. It could be – so. Oh, yeah, he needs that. It could definitely be something where these people can do this, and maybe you'll see a tournament like that someday. You know what
2: I'm saying? It's, it's definitely. So how did you how did you
1: get into it? Like, how did this all start? How did it pop in your head, I need to go catch – A golden tile fish from a kayak
2: exactly what you were talking about before is no one's ever done it before right and i wanted to be the first right that's that's really what drove me um i started catching blue line tiles and that was a bit of a learning curve in itself right because i was going out there
1: explain what is a blue line tile
2: it's uh it's exactly like a golden tile except it's smaller and less colorful and they're shallower okay like how shallow like between three and six hundred is generally where they range. Okay. In the mud. In the mud. All right. Uh, they okay. are they are a mud fish. Right. That's how you find them. Okay. Uh, and like then, it? okay. Um, when you're deep dropping, there's hard bottom and then there's mud. That's generally what's out there. And when you're deep dropping, when your sinker hits the bottom, it'll get stuck or it won't. And when it gets stuck, you're in the mud, and that's when you're in the money. Okay. And so when your sinker hits the bottom, you can get stuck. It'll get stuck for like a second. And right. <laughs> How'd that go? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Exactly. Right. So, uh, all right. Perfect. Look at that. Okay. So then. And then, um, so I was going out. First, I started with like 50 pound test and like three hooks to get the blue lines, and there's stuff down there that's way bigger than that. Sure.
1: I mean, and let me ask you this: What kind of rig are you using? Is there a name to it? Is it like a
2: chicken rig or something like that? Okay. It's just it's a beefed up chicken rig. That's really all all it is. And what size weight? Um, the rule with deep dropping is it is a pound per hundred feet. Okay. So Good tip. that's what I use. I use, I usually use five pounds of weight. Okay. You're in a kayak, you're not a boat. It's, it's almost like an anchor. Sure. So,
1: so you're literally using the weight as an anchor for the most part. It's, it's for your kayak. Cause I you're so light.
2: I didn't even realize it at one point. Cause at right. one point I'm dropping it down. I'm looking at my depth finder with the GPS and I'm not even moving. Yeah. And an entire day I don't. Go that far, right? Deep dropping because that's how much it keeps you glued to the bottom without being stuck.
1: Hmm. Now, how many times did you go out and try this and fail at it?
2: That's the funny part. I never did. Bullshit. I've been out three times. Are you serious? I'm serious. I, I went out three times because that's how specific of a day you have to go out. You, I don't go out willy nilly or oh it's going to be flat today. I wait for a very specific time frame and a very specific day. Okay. I wait for uh, a west wind in the morning, so I'm not and nothing less than five miles an hour for the most part. Like it's yeah. Because you're going out. How deep are you going out? I am. I. It was. Uh, I went out. First, I started in 500, and I got my tile on like 650. Really? Yeah, I okay. got them in close.
1: That was the first one. That was the first one. That was the big one. Yeah.
2: yeah that was Jesus.
1: The one. 600 feet.
2: Yeah. Six. Six. Ten, six okay. Seven, around there. Is there a spot name to this or? Yeah. It's actually. I was. I was unaware on how. Like when you find golden piles. Right. They're there. There's a school of them. That they're there. They're not over here. They're not over there. They're there.
1: So you got to literally, you can't really fish blind for these fish. That's how I mean, I you thought, can. That's but... how
2: I found them. Well, right. when you find them, that's where they're at. Okay. And that's, I even caught my second one 20 feet from where I caught that one.
1: No shit. Yeah. That's,
2: tile fish, they, the reason why they look for mud is because they make homes. they are holes in the bottom. Like
1: they build houses?
2: They, 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 not like a hole, like a cavern.
1: Oh. And, you know.
2: They, so it's like a, it's like a
1: Hobbitville, like it, like Lord know. of the Rings, you know? Exactly. They have the little
2: hobbits. Yes. Okay. As as far as I know, you know, I've right. never been down there. I don't think anybody's been. Down so they li-
1: there. literally, so they build a home, right, mm-hmm. and then they live there. Mm-hmm. They don't leave,
2: as far as I know. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, why so you're like, oh, he's going to tell us exactly where they're at. I'm like, oh, you heard that? I'm
1: like, oh, oh.
2: I'll give you the depth. I'll give you what I'm using, that's but they, they give them the specific spot?
1: Right. Is it is the depth the real depth? Yeah, it's, it's not 800 feet. feet. No, it's not sure. Yeah, look is. at me.
2: Yeah, I swear. <laughs> That's a liar. I'm not lying. Oh, oh, oh my god. There, there's a huge difference between six and seven hundred feet. I, yeah, I'm sure. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like sword here fishing or, or tile fishing. 150. No, no, no. <laughs> it goes 601, 602. 602. Wow. It, it levels out the farther you go out.
1: All right. So the first time you go out, this is when you get the big one that you showed me, right? Mm-hmm. So, which I can vouch for because I I literally saw it. You called me. Yeah, came right to the house. I mean, this thing was a beast. Its head was mo Yeah. Let me see this. Oh, I almost broke your head. Here, it's fine. You, you better hold this. I'm breaking it. Sorry, fine. it's fine. Right. Um, so this was the head, right? Yes, this was. The head. It seemed bigger in person.
2: Well, it had more. It's probably the skin, find.
1: right? Yeah. Something like
2: that. Yeah. But let's let's hold this up for the viewers. And now, who made this for you? Out of disc. Oh, really? Yeah, he was getting into it. I'm like, hey, this is the first one. You know, I want something to remember it by. Yeah, him.
1: he did a phenomenal job.
2: He did a really good job.
1: Awesome. Now, it's look really at the teeth good. on this thing.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't think. But they got some damn. D- they got some chompers on them. They do. Yeah. He's got some missing teeth from look fighting at this with thing. this. It's like episodes. an alien. Yeah. Exactly. Jay would
1: freak out seeing this thing. Freddie, you see this?
2: Mm-hmm. Damn. Awesome, man. And something to really note about these fishes okay. is the nasal cavity. All right, I mean it's huge. That is a huge nose where they smell. It goes all the way up in there.
1: So they must really, because uh, they're now. This is just me guessing, but I'm thinking because they're so deep, it's dark down there. So their sense of smell must be, yeah, you know, a trillion times better
2: than yeah, mine. Eyes on them are not huge, not like compared to like a tuna or even a swordfish. Right, they're kind of small, but just everything else with the teeth and whatever comes their way. Yeah they can drive into
1: that's very cool man i'm I'm really glad you brought that in that's awesome um yeah move your shot glass
2: um so
1: (laughs) so all right you go out there you hook into this fish and you're fighting it i mean what kind of fight was it now this now your line is way down what did you use for bait and how many hooks did you have on there i
2: had when i caught this one i had two hooks on i wasn't trying to go nuts okay um, I go out there and I was all day. It's an all day trip. It's not, you go out there and you come back and, you know, I'm you sure. Yeah. All day trip. So I was out there and I just kind of worked my way out seeing where they were at. And I got a little tap on my line. I'm like, all right, whatever. It was something. So I started reeling in. I would have to say probably a hundred feet off the bottom. And the best guy. really a hundred feet. My, my rod just doubles over and the line, just starts taking off. And I'm like, oh, maybe I got like a cool shark, you know? darsher shark or something awesome i didn't think a golden pile at all
1: now how was it fighting was it like just oh, diving oh, or yeah, he was screaming okay just
2: screaming lines. what
1: kind of rod and reel did you have
2: um i was using the adrenaline rod brandon would have to be more specific on it okay and i was using an avid 30 wide nice and i was using 80 pound power pro i had a uh i had a wind on leader on um i don't i tried i, I learned my lesson on the second trip that i told you i didn't get one right um, I was using some Gamagatsu, like 9 offset, but they're thin. Right. And What uh, did you do? What did I do?
1: Yeah. You lost something big, didn't you? Yeah,
2: I lost, I lost yeah. something Yeah, I could tell by your face. Yeah, you like... yeah I cry. Anyway, so he just started peeling line, and I'm like, all right. So I got him. I'm fighting him, and I get him up. He blows up next to the boat, and I'm like,
1: oh, Jesus man. <laughs> it's a golden tile. And you're looking in the water at this thing, and it's gold.
2: I stuck him so quick. <laughs> oh my god, he wasn't going man. anywhere. And this thing was fat too, man. Yeah, like, I remember fish. you bringing
1: it over, and it was, I mean, it was beautiful,
2: you yeah, know, they're gorgeous. And I looked them up. That's a bigger than average tile fish.
1: That's not, oh, 100%. A, I've never seen one in person that big. Yeah, I've seen them, you know, like this. Yeah, but I i mean, what you brought
2: over was, yeah, it was impressive. unbelievable. And for And it's always like, oh man, I don't want you know, like the little swordfish that I caught that got out there. Was like, yeah, I'd be disappointed. I wanted to get something for my first big, and I'm happy. That's what I got. I was yelling and screaming. I'm sure people on shore heard me. Oh, I was, it, it's, it was such a high.
1: I mean, that's just – it's epic. There's no other word for it because – all right. One, you, you went out there, you put in the work, and, I mean, you did something, something that not a lot of people do. Two, you went deep dropping with a hefty rod and, a, and, and all this gear, and literally, it's a pain in the ass if you haven't done it. So, so, two, you did that, and then three, you executed the plan, and you caught the fish you were targeting, which was the tilefish.
2: And four,
1: you're the only guy to freaking do it.
2: To my knowledge, I put it out there. If anybody wanted to come forward, hey, you did it, let me know, because I don't want to put out false information. Sure. No, I understand that. We know how people are.
1: Vultures. 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 <laughs> um I mean, that's great, man. So now, how many times altogether have you tried this? Three times. Three times. Now, why only three times? What's the downside to this?
2: Well, um, at, I'm, at the point in time, I had all the time in the world. Right. But like I said, you have to wait. Like, I wait for the right time to go out there. Sure. It's not how often you get a west wind in the morning and an east wind in the afternoon. Very rare.
1: Or Very it's rare. like a cold front.
2: Yeah, yeah something like that. And right. Then, uh, so, I just, that was it. That's all the time I really had to go out there and do it. Okay um my second one which was smaller right i kind of tested it i didn't go like oh i'm gonna go to my spot i okay. went out the 650 whatever i was at and oh wait I... we got a caller
0: what? hold on okay let's
2: get him in here
1: is someone calling kayak fishing Raw podcast
0: this is matt eckert calling
1: marlin matt my boy how's it going
0: <laughs> what's up man long time no see Ah, hey. Um,
1: actually, Matt and I went fishing earlier, and uh, we killed it with the peacock bass. Um, yep. It was ten pounds, right, Matt? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> the so, one you lost. The one that yeah. got away. Nobody believes. Now I'm going to go over the story after this, but, but but Matt, listen to this. So I'm talking to Brandon Odell now. I'm sure you've been listening to the show um, about mm-hmm. his golden tile fish. Um, I mean, how epic is this? What he did.
0: Yeah, I mean, not too many people go out that deep to do that to deep drop. Everybody kind of talks about it, but it's, you know, it's one thing to go out there and actually do it. It Takes a lot of work, right. a lot of time. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure, he woke up early to do it. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's doable, but I mean, a, a lot of things have to fall in your fall in place too. You know, the winds and everything, and um, yeah, it's you know, it's a lot of work to do it, but um, you can catch fish that no one else has caught if you want to give it a shot. So um, yeah, yeah, hats off to him. Yeah, I mean, as a charter guy
1: and doing what you do, I mean, do you see a future in what Brandon's doing? Like a consistent future?
0: Um uh, oh, man, I have to charge a heck of a lot more if I'm taking the, if I'm taking like people out that. that far. But hey, um, this could be a golden I mean, idea
1: right now for the golden girlfish. Go. <laughs> like oh I, that. There
0: you go. um, I mean I mean there's probably some people that want to do it. I mean, but so many people don't really realize how much work um you know going out kayak fishing is you know and now right. you're taking it to a you know next 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 level going out that deep and um you know mostly most people just want to catch fish you know so right um you know you, you know the odds of going out there and actually catching something good i mean are not yeah. in your favor um unless you're you know unless you want to troll out something but you know that, that kind yeah. of takes away from what you want to do when you go out there and deep drop but um i mean brandon I mean, brandon, sure brandon what do you think
2: about doing it consistently? Yeah, like, a, a like a,
0: what's, what's the future you think of catching these fish?
1: Man, Do you, um, do you think there is a future, or do you think it, this is something that's just kind of a one-and-done kind of thing, maybe sporadically?
2: The, the, the charter boats that back in the day, that's their go-to was. If they weren't catching a sailfish or the kingfish were not biting, they can go out there and catch tiles. Back off of Fort Lauderdale back in the day, they used to catch world-record-sized blue line tiles, and they cleaned them out they're kind of not around anymore really off there because these are deep water fish they don't like that fish this fish right here he's i couldn't even tell you how old he was but i tell you right now he's old way older than me that tile that you caught oh absolutely they're they grow very very slowly
1: i wonder why that is i mean cold
2: water anything in cold water doesn't lives a very long time that's true and it's just it is it, it, blue line tiles absolutely. You could go out there and blue line tiles. I mean, especially where he's fishing Boyton area. Right. It's kind of closer the, the deep water. The Gulf Stream's a lot closer. Matter of fact, it's the closest it comes to the continental U.S. Right. The Gulf Stream. So yep. to go out there and go blue line tiles, they could put some meat in the you know, that's feasible. To go out there and get golden tiles, that's a that's a little, rare. That's a little bit out outside the box.
1: And you were talking about the second golden you
2: caught. Yeah. What happened with that? I uh, just try to, you know, rinse and repeat. And okay. uh, and it worked. Yeah, it worked. Um, I was getting a lot of Damn. more bites because I kind of, you know, I was, you know, and, but I had to put on a little spe- smaller piece of squid because I, when I was going, I don't, I'm going for him. Sure. I'm putting down like a foot long squid and it was just getting chomped in half. I had to put a little smaller piece, but I got it done at the end of the day. Yeah, man. Well, listen, man, good
1: job. I mean, what you've done, I, I think Matt and I can both agree. I mean, this is, it's, it, Listen, I, I would love to catch golden tile fish. I have never caught a golden tile, and I've caught just about everything here in Pompano Beach, and You'll, especially to do it on a kayak.
2: You're more than welcome to come with. I am coming with. Guess you. what you're not having? Oh no, what? GPS. Damn you, son
1: of a. Matt, did you hear that? I didn't. I missed that. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Matt.
2: Yeah, but right. um
1: um yeah no i just like i said i i really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing this information with us and i think um it's really important for these young kayakers that are getting into this i i want to see a future to this and i definitely think there is one and um
2: i don't know we'll see what happens you I'll know put a, few, I'll put a little perspective here right i'm in the south florida kayak club and i you know i'm with them i talk to them every day yeah there's three guys that have motors they have electric reels, okay, and they have been going out consistently looking for golden piles, and they've all come You're up short. You're kidding me. And they've got come up short. Wow. It's, it's a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah. And it's tough. Yeah. It's just not easy going out there and doing it. I, I mean, I really did get lucky. I mean, lucky on the fact that I found uh, the homes. I sure. Found, I found Hobbitville. You found
1: Hobbitville. I found okay.
2: Hobbitville. Yeah.
1: The Shire, I think they call it. The Shire. Matt, it's the Shire, right? <laughs>
2: I believe Matt's,
1: so. Matt's wasted Where's um, it, <laughs> <with you? laughs> Matt we'll get to the uh, peacock thing in a second But I, um, you sure. know, like I said I, I Listen man I really appreciate you coming on okay. And being our first guest and talking about this With people and uh, we'll definitely have you on again okay. And I definitely want to make it out there I want to film a vlog doing something like this I think it would be epic
2: okay. And um, we'll definitely figure this out and get out there Yeah it'd be a lot easier having someone else with me Because I usually go out there alone Right That'd be cool. A lot of talk about. Can I get a hug before you go? Sure, but it's gonna be a little.
1: All right, just give here, just kind of a pat. There we go. Okay, just friends. That was good. Okay, and I will see you for the sale for SmackDown, right? Yeah, of course. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, buddy. So, Matt. Yes, sir. We have some stuff to talk about, my friend. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to start? Ready. Yeah, I'll start. So, Freddie, today I went out. I think I told you earlier. Uh, Marla, Matt, and I, we, uh, we were filming a vlog, and Matt took me to you know his spots, and it was freaking awesome. His spot is epic, by the way. For peacock bass, they were huge <laughs> monsters. Now, I literally hooked into – now, nobody's going to believe me, and this is why <laughs> I think it's great, Matt, that you called in. Because literally yeah. nobody will believe this. Now, no. he, he told me it was 14 pounds. Is that true? You're such a liar. <laughs> I didn't say that, Matt. I said it was borderline 25. <laughs> he
0: said 14. <laughs> the At giant 14. of all giants.
2: Yeah. Uh, here we go.
1: He well, also said your spot was in uh, the Brazilian rainforest, which I didn't believe. Did <laughs> well, I think mean, the way the fishing was, it was I pretty would. much almost like great. Now we we went out there on a mission to get the um, the clown knife fish. Unfortunately, we saw yep. them i mean literally they were rolling and stuff just like tarpon just like matt said Mm -hmm. and they make that noise (laughs) how'd it go
0: (laughs) um they make a little swirl there they don't make the little gulping noise though oh well but um yeah they roll just like you see the silver come up and everything so yeah they were there they just weren't um you know they weren't hungry i think i hooked one earlier um i don't know if i did Uh. or not i think i did but um yeah you know they're just kind of they're on and off fish you know it's One day they're fire. You're catching them left and right. Other days they're not interested in anything. So just kind of the way it goes with clowns.
1: Yeah. Hmm. They're like Joe. He's a clown. He's off and on. (laughs) Very (laughs) true. So, all right. So what happens is, so we're not, you know, we're, we're, we see him, but we're not getting him. So what we started doing was uh, we started fishing for the peacocks and Matt's like, Joe, follow me. We'll go to these certain docks and, uh, and we're going to, you know, there's big ones over here that you might get lucky. So Matt. You know, typical Marlon Matt uh, goes right to the first dock and instantly, you <laughs> know, gets a monster, right? Right in front of me. Right in your face. Right. And uh, I'm really not doing well today. I have been snagged quite a few times to the you point where it, you even got, it even got contagious because Matt screamed, this <laughs> is my first snag ever in this place. <laughs> so he got snagged. And uh, I, don't know, I was a little rusty, but I, I, I got some nice peacocks here and there. But when you throw it in the trees, you're gonna get snagged. You know that, right? Yes. <laughs> I go to this dock, mm. and uh, Matt was telling me this is the dock. This is where those big. Uh, pe- it is freaking hot in here. This is where the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying too. It's light. Um, no, those are cool lights. Yeah, yeah that- they're, no, they're not we're, cool. We're in South Florida. That's, That's not, not happening. There's no air conditioning. Right. There is definitely no AC. So mm-hmm. I I go to this dock. Matt's like, t- uh, cast it right over here. Uh, you know, there is monster peacocks right there. I cast it, and I'm waiting for a minute, and I'm diddling with something. I forget what I was diddling with. Oh, uh, you remember? You know what you were diddling? That's right. And um, <laughs> yeah, you were. And then all of a sudden, my line goes off, and this thing thump goes straight down, almost like a snook bite. Mm. And yeah. Matt Matt looks at me instantly. And he goes, "That's that, that's a big fish." And this this fish literally went straight down, wouldn't move. Then then. I'm reeling it up and I'm get I'm getting ground on it, right? So it's it's coming up and then it makes this big run. I there was no control, I couldn't do anything about it and it literally uh went to this one spot where it the was like spot, what is it that like a sunken boat?
0: I get I mean I don't know what was there. I've never seen that there. There has to be something new from like the hurricane, I'm guessing, something that got blown in or something. Just I don't I don't know what it was, but it was a spot yeah. where he could go in and kind of hide. And just the old stay sunken there. boat,
1: the old sunken uh, boat move. Oh man, but it, <laughs> but this thing was massive, and it took me, it took under the boat. So I'm like literally, it's like um, fighting a, a grouper in the Bahamas. So the grouper's stuck in that cave. So I'm literally fighting to get this thing out of the cave, and I get it up, and <laughs> then it goes. And I'm fighting, and I'm, yeah, I'm lock down right my drag, it goes right back in, and then like two minutes later, pop. How many groupers yeah. like, you caught?
0: You didn't break it off or anything. Just just end up pulling the right. hook on it, which was a yeah, which was eventually going to happen. So yeah, it's just, I mean I would say know, this was eight with, or nine You're pass. not fishing with like real, you know, you, you know, like you, you're not fishing with with snook tackle. You know, you're not fishing with thirty pound or forty pound braid or forty pound floor where you can Just like lock it down and horse them out. You know, there exactly. is some like finessing to it. But when you're around structure like that with those peacock bass, you hook a five, six, seven pound peacock bass. Like people underestimate how strong those fish really are. Like they're gonna their first initial run. Like they run as hard as anything, really. Um, and you're using like we were using. I had like I had like 15 pound fluoroliter on, and I know you had some mono on there, which is probably no more than I don't think there's any more than 12 pound mono that you had on Right. So you no, know, it's pretty. You know, it's 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 not that light, but it's. It's fairly light where you can't horse the fish out or just lock down your drag and muscle them out. So there's a little bit of kind of like give and take back and forth. But, man, he saw that. Whatever was down there, I don't know what it was. Was a, <laughs> You <laughs> think it was a boat? I don't know. I think it was like some sort of like, but Matt, you like saw what tube that or did something. Me. Some I mean, it literally like worked. Tube. Yeah, it yeah. Like
1: worked my rod, though. You saw it. It ran. Oh, yeah. There was nothing yeah. I can do. And it wasn't well, light. I didn't video,
0: have to too. So light. people are going to see the video, see the video as well. Um, because you, because you see the initial hit, I just watched the video, like you see the initial hit and then you just see the thing, then you just see your rod just like double over. Cause the hit was like a normal hit, you know, nothing like it just kind of just thumped it, like you said. But then right. after that, it just, it just, yeah, I mean, it, it took off. And if that thing wasn't there, like you would have been able to kind of like, okay, you know, just, just kind of fight them normally, give and take a little bit until you got them up. But man, I wish I would have. Yeah, I kind of want to see that one now because that w- that might have been bigger than normal. I mean, like the ones we usually pull yeah. out of there are, you know, <laughs> between three to four, five's big. But you know, we never, you know, uh, you, you fight them a little bit, you get them up. But that one, yeah, that one was was something something a little bit bigger. Yeah, I that was that was a pretty big fish. But Joe, Joseph, I, I'm glad yeah. you
1: called in because I just wanted I wanted this to get out in the open before people say that this didn't happen and it's fake and and all this stuff. So. <laughs>
0: Joe told, yeah, me that fish, say that.
1: Joe told me right. that the structure that was down there was the lost city of Atlantis. Right. And that the It, fish hate. They, it could
0: have, hey, it could be there. Maybe. 51 Freddy...
1: pounds. That's what he yeah, told me before you hates. got on the phone. But I'm, so I'm glad you called too, <laughs> because you got to clarify a little bit of these tall tales. Right. I told him to frat, jump
0: in and go get it. You know, we were in like, it's like six feet of water. Jump in and go wrestle him out, you know, get your peacock.
1: He told me that exactly. it was 180. He told me it was 180 feet. What? <laughs> Fred is like you deluding made up this heat. whole story. Bro. This heat is like really getting to him right now. I don't think he can take it anymore. Man, you're uh, just doing a good job at corroborating his nonsense. Freddie, just be yeah. like. You know, Live you're like, from Pompano Beach, Florida.
2: Like <laughs>
1: All right, Matt. Well, listen, man. I don't want to take too much of your time, but listen, if uh, people want to take your charters, I mean, you are the man when it comes to that. You go to deepbluekayakfishing.com dot com or
0: just yeah, just message us on our our uh, our Facebook page or, or um, Instagram page, but really fishing dot com. Click the book a trip tab, contact us, shoot us a message, and yeah, we'll get out there. Yeah. Awesome.
1: And uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and it's Deep Blue Kayak yep. Fishing, right? Sweet. Yep. Brother. Correct. Awesome, Matt. Well, listen, man. I really appreciate uh, you calling in.
0: Yep, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Be good.
1: Later. Later. Right, I had fun today, man.
0: All right. Me too. See ya. All right.
1: See ya, bud. Well, that was a good conversation. I'm yeah. glad we got the truth out on the table. You he said a- that I, I caught. I mean, that thing was like nine pounds. Well, he said it was more like bigger than normal. And normal is two or three Ready. pounds. That's all I heard. <laughs> if I said the sky was blue, you would say, Joe, no, it's purple. Uh. That's what you would say. So you went to Jersey. Oh, my God. Will dude. you like, fill me in on that? All right. So how hmm. was Jersey? Well, actually, Jersey wasn't that bad. We went to Atlantic City. Okay. Um, we stayed at the Golden Nugget. Right. Which, from what I understand, used to be a Trump hotel. Really? Yeah. My man. It, that's why it smelled like cigarettes and uh, okay. dirty scum. No, it was good. It was a cool spot. It's, it's why a- did you go? Uh, so we're filming the, uh, the final the final episode for the 2018 season of the George Pavaroma Saltwater. World awesome. of saltwater fishing, and we're going to have him as a guest. Hopefully soon. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's agreed, so he'll be. We'll be having George on here soon. Awesome. Um, yeah, just a good time, a good a good trip. Um, and you know, you know, this being from Jersey, the striped bass run
2: during oh. the fall
1: and the spring are like what those fishermen live for. Like, there's other stuff, like bass. Yeah, there's like stuff to catch during the year, but when it's when it's like striped bass time, right? Those guys are crazy. Yeah, dude. And so for us, being you know being from here, and I'm sure you're acclimated to the warm weather. It was only not when, in your house, but yeah. No, 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 not this. It is brutal in here. But it <laughs> it was like 55 degrees, and I was. So cold, dude. Like right. my skin starts cracking. My whole fucking Isn't that the worst? Whenever I go up there oh, for Christmas, dude. I get like dry you get skin, you're lips. cracking, yeah, yeah. everything lips. breaks, like it's oh, brutal. My god. And I it, don't know it... how people live there. I don't either. And it wasn't really that cold. Like I was just being a big old How cold was it? Fifty five degrees. Oh god It was you're terrible. Such a pussy. But yeah, but you're on the water and the wind's blowing and you're wet. It's terrible. Fred. Hey bro, don't judge me. <laughs> this is my life now. It's eighty degrees in my house. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is yeah it's a that. Serious problem. Anyway, that. so dry Bass run, it's crazy up there, man. Like those guys are crazy. We were with Captain Tom Daffin. He is the man. The dude knows everything. Right. Um and yeah, we, we went out and dude they fish with these they troll these giant I'll show you I'll show you photos. I'll well, maybe throw some photos of them Um, for you guys who are listening and can't see, I don't have one on me, but what they use is these giant like it's sort of like a bucktail, but it's like thirty two ounces. Hmm. It's a monster. It's like a giant ball with like a big giant grub on it and a skirt. Now they're, they're jigging this off the bottom. No, 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 no. no. They're trolling. They're trolling it. it. They troll those. Oh, are they using a, um, it's like, they call it a mojo. It's a monstrous giant lead. It's 32 ounces of lead. Yeah. Painted white or yellow, whatever. Yeah. And then they use like hundred pound line. It's crazy. It's a, this is, I used to use bunker, like live. They do that too, but it's, not you know. season no there's there was tons of bunker dude i could show you the photos like the amount of bait and, w- and what you have is like the schools of bunker right which um are this si- i mean i'm not without exaggerating the size of a football field no i it's i amazing. I used to fish it i know there, there's these giant schools of bunker and you're only allowed to fish within three miles of the beach because during that season like the federal mandates require that you not go out of state waters. You can't right. fish for them in federal waters. So there's like 40 boats and it's like a weekday and there's whales everywhere and bunker everywhere and birds are just, it's there's so much life in the water. Yeah, And it, this is the time of year to fish in New Jersey. It's so crazy. It's awesome. Dude, it's crazy. So at, there was this one point where we had, we have five rods and we're trolling and we'd already caught enough fish to make a show. Right. So we had moved over to Mr. Pavaramo's boat and there's five rods out. All the camera crew, now we're on his boat. We usually, we're on, we're on a, a camera boat. Yeah. But once we get the show, once we have enough fish, we get all these technical shots, you know? So, we're on the boat getting all these technical shots. And I'm like, and Captain uh, Daffin. so Tom's like, dude, we're about to crush them. He's like, the, the finder's blowing up right now. Oh, my and God. And so, I locked down on this one particular shot, and all of a sudden, dude, complete chaos. One rod, two rods, three rods. All five rods. Boom, 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 blowing up. Did you get one? No, we're, we're not fishing. We're just filming. So it's two guys now, Mr. Right. Pavaromo and Tom. They have to deal with all five of these rods. And so they go crazy. And Tom, not really, because he's just chilling. He's just like, sure. yeah, this happens all the time. The footage must have been epic. Amazing. Crazy footage. So not only was there five rods, two of those mojo lo- uh, uh, rods had... Lods? Yeah. Two yeah. of those mojo rods lo- rods had double mojos. So there's two mojos right per line. You've lost me, but keep going. Lures okay. on two of the lines. Perfect. Right? So one of them has two fish on it. Right. And Mr. Pavaramo, it's the short one. So he's pulling it in. That's How'd that first go? One. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then? Yeah, he pulls in. There's two 30-plus-pound p- fish on one line. Stripers. Yeah. True. Destroyed them. Like, <laughs> he's pulling them in. And so they unhook those two. Whatever. So there was six. Did he release them? Of course, we released everything. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. It was just crazy. It was like the craziest amount of life in the water at one time I'd ever seen. You know, you might see a school of dolphin here or there. Sure. And there might be some birds busting on some bait or whatever here. Right. But by far, there was a thousand birds, ten whales, and fifty boats, and a football field sized bunker pod. And and I will say, you know, growing up there, that's that's what I miss. I, I miss uh, fall and spring because in fall and spring, I mean it is just alive there. Think of fall and spring in New Jersey, like June through August here in South Florida,
0: yeah, except you're catching
1: a... stripers, you're catching weak fish, which is AKA a blue... sea trout. You're yeah, catching little... which which but these weak fish are big, way bigger. Yeah, they're way bigger. They're like way bigger fish and they're awesome. And uh, the reason why they call them weak fish is because when you hook into them, if you if you Jerk it too fast, you'll literally pull their whole mouth out. Yeah, their lips are weak. Right. Yeah, so I went fishing Blue, the other day. Clounder. I went fishing for them the other day, and someone was like, dude, bring a net. And I'm like, I don't have a net. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> you'll lose <laughs> them if you don't. If you try to flip them, you'll pull their lips out. Yeah, they literally just yeah flop right out.
0: Yeah, that's past. cool, though, man.
1: Pass on that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Dude, it, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. And then we ate at all the cool restaurants in Atlantic City. Hmm. It was a cool spot. I, you know, I actually like Atlantic City not bad yeah i mean i could see where like people would dig it yeah it's i mean a it's, big fishing community like that whole area from yeah. cape may all the way the city right on the beach i mean i think yeah. it's pretty cool i mean i wouldn't personally live there but you know growing up close to there i i would have fun going there for you know a day it was pretty cool yeah i i, I wasn't mad at it at all even okay. though we go to sleep at like you know it gets dark earlier than even here in the winter like it gets dark at like five o'clock right so we were coming back at like you know, four and the sun's setting over the city. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Had fun, Good cool. good stuff. And then uh, hopefully, Mr. P will be on here within the next week. So yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah. Or it, hopefully for the next one. Yeah, yeah, I mean to have him on, I think that'd be awesome. And talk about what he does. And why don't you give a quick rundown, just who he is and what he does? I mean, uh, George Pover, big time. Most people listening probably know who he is. Like yeah. NBC Sports, it's been on TV. His show's been on TV for I think eighteen years. Very cool. Yeah, so it's a long time. So, we'll have him tell us about the, uh, the swordfish that pulled him in the water. Great. Hey, oh, well. I want to hear that story. That's a cool, crazy, crazy story. So, we're about to end the show, but before we end, yep. little current events going on here. Oh, boy. <laughs> a GOP congresswoman mm. um, says that she was abducted by Jesus like aliens. I mm. wonder what she means by Jesus like. Did they have. Oh, she's like- a candidate. I'm sorry. She's not going to win for sure. Uh, you know, I will. What is she? Hold on. Ah. Oh boy! Oh yeah, she's not gonna win. I just it looks, looks like like a bokeh. <laughs> I'm just,
2: I'm just. So, so oh, oh, hold Good on. We gotta... <laughs> shit.
1: got to
0: – Oh, so here we
1: go. Ready? A Republican, Kong, uh, Congresswoman candidate from Florida. Now this congressional lady... is congressional. I know can't. I can't read. Just, he can't read. Up. I knew you were gonna freaking say that. From Florida has <laughs> made some out of this world claims. Oh, shocker! From um, Florida. So, uh, what's her name? Bettina? It looks like Bettina Rodriguez. Okay. Agu- Agu- Aguilera. Oh, man. You need me to read this, don't you? Yeah. I, you probably... <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Aguilera, One of a nearly a dozen candidates hoping to win the U.S. House seat currently held by Republican Rep. Representative uh, Liana Rose Leffinen. Just, just get to the, I don't know what's just, up with these just, the She alien claimed part? that she was abducted by aliens who reminded her of Jesus Christ according to the New Liver Surface interviews. So this lady basically uh, was interviewed, and she was claiming that she was abducted by aliens and that those aliens reminded her in particularly of uh, uh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know. This so is, you can't wh- make this up. This, we, is on, this is on the Huffington Post. So What? And they're making fun, clearly, I don't of think it's a funny matter, though. They're making fun of Republicans. That's what's going on right here. Because Republicans think aliens are like Jesus. That's what they're saying. Well, no, she's claiming no, but you see that what they're she doing. was abducted. She wasn't. I can just go ahead and tell you that. By alien Jesus-like creatures. Jesus-like alien creatures. Correct. Well, I'm going to go ahead and throw that up the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I don't think that's true. Oh my god. I wish I had time to read that, but I just don't. And I don't have anything to do. Right. Well listen <laughs> let's, reading let's, that. Let's do a quick preview of the next podcast. Uh, I'm gonna get Stan Hunt to call in. He's a big time oh, fisherman. I understand. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Papano yeah. Beach. He's also a big Raider fan. Raiders cool. are in first place, just so everyone knows. Six and six, tied with the Chiefs. We're gonna win this weekend. And mm. uh what was I saying? Joe played I Stan Hunters. Joe played for the Raiders, by the way. I own zero point zero point zero point one stock in the Raiders. Mm. Therefore I am considered a team owner. member. a team member. Right. You get a ring when they win? Yes. Oh, but they don't win. So, so. we got Stan hunt. He's going to call in. He's going to talk about sailfish. I know we keep saying it. We're kind of pushing that back a little bit just because I really wanted to talk about the tile fish. I think that's really important, but uh, we have to go in detail about catching sailfish on a kayak. Uh, yeah. The sailfish Smackdown, which is right around the corner. I think that's in like two months. So we'll have Stan call in big time. Yeah. Fisherman in Pompano beach fishes a lot of tournaments. He's on the Rebound. And, uh, yeah, so if you guys don't know uh his name or the boat name, it's the one that is wrapped in Heineken. That's his boat. Stan Hunt. I'm sure any if, if you fish Pompano yeah, you've seen you've it. You've seen the Heineken boat. That's Stan Hunt. He's a beast. He is bet. it 100%? Yeah, it's called the Rebound. Okay. So yeah, that's it. I'm pretty sure. But that's what we're going to have on next next week 80, and uh, hopefully sure. Fred is not wrong <laughs> cuz that I would think, suck. I think I'm right. I think I'm right. Okay. Well, Am that's I, good I right, You Brandon? think you're right? Rebound. Rebound. Yeah. Rebound. Rebound. Okay. It's rebrown. It's right. like refried. Re-brown. No problem. Yeah, no issue. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, but listen, guys, we love you. And uh, it was fun, man. It's I kind of like this. I, I like the filming. You like this, don't you? I do. And I like these new mics, even though I'm kind of like obsessive with it. Like I'm just kind of you're like touching to, it. And yeah, you're trying to touch playing it. Playing with it. And it's I like almost it. as if you should have done this like a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know why he's saying that. Because I recommended it. For everyone listening at home, Right, I recommended it. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you soon. And if you want more information on the Kayak Fishing World podcast, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Extreme Kayak Fishing TV. Or you can go to our website, extremekayakfishing.com, and Freddie at Pedal and at Pedal the, the, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, who's your daddy? Are you no. serious? What am I, what do you want me to say? Chicken patty?
0: <laughs> Bye, guys. This has been the Kayak Fishing Raw Podcast.
2: Yes, to swimming with bow legged women.